Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jeffrey has done it. He's finally acquired a girlfriend. Jeffrey has been waiting for this moment his whole life. This is the final yeah, pinnacle of self-improvements. Right? Jessica's just sent Jeffrey a text. I'm hungry, pick me up some Oreos. Don't do it, Jeffrey. Oh. Adonis. Adonis is at work serving more customers in his business and his phone vibrates. It's Anastasia, but Adonis doesn't even hear it. His phone isn't even on him. Once he's completed two 90 minute deep work sessions, he goes to the gym first and then he sees the text from Anastasia. He smiles. What a great woman. Ask yourself this question and really be honest. Are you ready for a relationship? If you are, then now is the time to really think about the character and the traits of the girl that you want to date. But you should also just take some time to think of the negative things that you don't want in a relationship. So here's nine red flags that I can think of that you might just want to consider. Number one, she doesn't believe in your work. A masculine man experiences freedom through his work. And when you get those things and you especially become more masculine, it becomes so important to have a feminine woman by your side who believes in your work. If you are with a girl right now who doesn't really care about the thing that you do, your work, your studies, that big goal that you have, you might not be that compatible. You want her to be your number one biggest fan. You want her to be your cheerleader. If she doesn't really care or take much of an interest in your work, you might just want to evaluate some things. The second red flag that I am sure literally 100% of guys and even girls would agree on is your partner being addicted to social media. Now we know the dangers of social media. We know that it literally just fucks up a person's mental health but it will also create a huge negative impact on your relationship because when she is on social media when she's snapchatting some random people and some of them are guys when she's following 50 100 200 attractive guys on instagram and she's seeing all these like fitness models she can't help but compare you to them and 100 we should strive for competition we should you know keep working on ourselves but social media starts to create like this unfair comparison you know that grass is always greener you don't want a girl who's just constantly 
constantly looking at guys who are more attractive than you, more successful than you. Guys that she can't really even get anyway, but her brain just can't help looking at you and just comparing you to like the, the TikTok boy that she's following or the guy that like she says is just a friend on Snapchat. I think social media breeds just the worst kind of like person. And at least for me, you may want to implement this or maybe not. This is an iron rule for me that the girl that I date has no social media presence. She can have a very limited private account on Instagram or on Facebook, or, you know, WhatsApp is fine, obviously, but she is not having like some kind of public Instagram page where random people can follow her and see her pictures. She's not having like a fucking Snapchat or especially not. You can say this is crazy or whatever, but she's not having TikTok downloaded on her phone. That That is like an absolute, like if my girl downloaded TikTok and refused to like def delete it, if you know, I, I told her like, wait, that's weird. You can't like, you shouldn't have that. And she refused, I would break up with her on the spot. That's how serious I am about social media. And I know a lot of people will think I'm crazy, but once you've done a little bit more research into these social media apps and how they fuck up a person's mental health, how they just fuck the entire person's mind. As you become more of like a prominent, successful man, you start to have like a zero tolerance for anything that starts to like strip your data away from you. Maybe you're not at that point just yet, but like hopefully you can kind of, you know, learn from me in this sense. Just know that as you become more successful, you become very, very exclusive with the apps that you download because you don't want your data being stolen. I have a friend who's younger than me and is worth literally more than $10 million. And I have to give props to Eman because he's teaching this kind of like knowledge on how to become more masculine, how to make more money for free. And I'm even going to join him in an event. Like the first time I'm doing like a guest speaking collaboration. It's the top link in the description. You'll learn how to become more free, become more masculine and to make more money. And I think a huge element of why relationships and dating seem so fucked in this modern day is mostly because of social media. And so if you're dating a girl and to her, it's like crazy that you'd even suggest to delete it. She's almost voluntarily harming your relationship just for the dopamine that she can get from this. Now, she's not a bad person for this. Honestly, she's not a bad person. She's just an addict. And I know that sounds like an insult, but it is the case. She is literally just an addict who doesn't realize how bad that thing is for the relationship. Just the same as an alcoholic who, who can't stop drinking. It's the exact same effect. And I'm spending so long on this second red flag just because this is, I think, is the single worst one that you could have in a girl that you're dating. I, I think that this is something that is worth you putting your foot down and actually having like a, a, just a golden rule that you follow for the rest of your life that you will not date any girl who's addicted to social media. Perhaps she can have an account, perhaps that's fine, but she cannot be a girl who's on it for more than an hour a day. Red flag number three, she's not grateful. Now gratitude is an amazing life-changing skill that we can all level up. We can express more gratitude. We can take time to, for example, journal the things that we're grateful for, or we can write letters of gratitude. And that's an amazing thing to have in a relationship. You want your girl to feel grateful for you, for her family, for everything around her, for the smallest things, for you know the waitress or the waiter that comes and serves you guys in a restaurant. You don't want her to be ungrateful. Now she doesn't have to be extremely, you know, like weirdly, weirdly grateful, fine. But you don't want her to be an ungrateful person. You don't want her to be entitled because when someone is entitled, man or woman, it does start to just destroy elements of the relationship. Dale Carnegie is one of the most important self-improvement writers, like self-help writers. And he said before that like praise and encouragement are just vitally needed in relationships. Praise is kind of like oxygen for plants. He gave an analogy like that, which essentially insinuated like praise is absolutely essential for cultivating good relationships. And so you want the girl that you're dating to be able to feel grateful for the things that you do with her and for her. Red flag number four, I'm going to get a little bit more controversial with these ones now because I could create like a very politically 
correct video and it probably it would get more views and more people would like me if I just told you like, you know, the, the basic advice. But I'm going to start to get into the real controversial stuff, which a lot of people won't actually speak to you about. But I'm going to speak to you as if you're just my little bro. And I'm going to tell you, like, if you told me that you like this girl and that you're starting to date her seriously and you showed me a picture of her, for example, I would tell you the truth. It is a red flag when a girl has colorful hair and lots and lots of piercings. This is controversial as fuck because it seems like, wait, why is that a red flag? Generally, a woman dyeing her hair to these like abnormal hair colors like red or blue or pink and also having like a bunch of piercings. That kind of action correlates a lot with her being more promiscuous. That should be a red flag in itself, to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you, is, is a woman who's promiscuous, a woman who has slept around and, and sort of like dated a lot of guys. That is the single greatest red flag for the overwhelming majority of men who have the confidence to admit it to themselves, but we're not really allowed to speak about this. Now, women are allowed to say this about us. Women are allowed to say like, oh, if he's a fuck boy, you know, if he fucks lots of girls, I'm not interested. Fair enough. And they're, you know, fair enough. If you're not attracted to a kind of like, I'm saying this to a woman, if she's not attracted to the guy who's sleeping around, yeah, fair enough. Okay. You're empowered to, to have that decision. Then we should also be empowered to know that the majority of guys can't really take a girl seriously when she has had a promiscuous past, which sucks because it's in her past. Maybe she's changed, but if she's slept around with a bunch of guys, if she's like been fucked by like some guys that you know, or if she's got like a bit of a reputation about her, if she's done some like really degenerate thing, like fucks two different guys in the same day, or you know, just something like that, which like gives you a gut punching feeling. If like, I know this video is getting all muddled up, but like you can see, this is the point which we really need to talk about. Most of the biggest, worst red flags in women really do come down to her sexual history and like the actions that she's been, which relate to that. So red flag number four was like piercings and tattoos, but we'll just move on to red flag number five, which is promiscuity, sexual history, sexual past, and like just specifically, like we're not we're not shaming them. We are not sh shaming them. We're not saying that they're bad people. We're just saying that at least, you know, for me and potentially for you, because we seem to be kind of similar, it's just not something that we can find acceptable in a relationship. It's just not something that makes us feel good. It is something that makes us feel bad. Some people might say that we're insecure for this. We're insecure or we've got like small dick energy. You know, they'll, they'll try and shame us for having this opinion. But it is kind of like a universal feeling for just men to feel a little bit like just uh, repulsed, disgusted whenever you hear like your girl's sexual history. Now, I'm not talking about some random girl that, you know, you just want to fuck as well. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a girl that you really want to fall in love with and have children with and you know you want to take serious it fucking hurts bro because when i was 19 and i got into my first ever serious relationship the girl i lost my virginity to she was four years older than me she was 23 so i'm 19 she's 23 i'm literally doing the sexual stuff for the first time ever and she wasn't she had had from what i remember two boyfriends before me and also she said two hookups as well so two boyfriends two hookups she had a body count of four at 23 which isn't bad at all honestly that's actually like on the low end four guys that she had slept with at age 23 and you know what was very interesting which i think will explain to us that this is not insecurity. I never once felt negative about the two boyfriends that she had had before me. And obviously she would have like slept with them. I never really thought about those guys. Honestly, they, it never like played on my mind, but I'm going to tell you the truth, which might, you know, make someone laugh at me. Knowing that my first ever girlfriend who I lost my virginity to, who, you know, was my everything when I was 19 years old, knowing that she had had two hookups before me, two guys that she had a one night stand with, two guys that had fucked her without even like knowing her much. That broke my fucking heart. That really 
gave me like a gut punch feeling that whenever I would think about it, and I would think about it often, I would be in pain. And when I did hear about this, like I could never like look at her the same way. And I don't think it's insecurity because I didn't feel that way about her previous boyfriends. That's the thing. It's like if a girl has gotten into like a very serious loving relationship and then it doesn't work out and obviously she had sex with the guy. It's like if for some reason that doesn't like hurt us anywhere near as much as just like visualizing your girl like getting dressed up with her friends, shaving her p- and then going out to like get fucked by some random guy that she didn't even like like and uh, to then just like do the slut walk you know the like the sort of walk of shame home I'm not saying that you know she should be shameful but like that hurts us a lot more when we think that she just replied to some random guy's DMs and he fucked her the same night that hurts us a lot more than thinking that she just had a boyfriend before us then red flag number six and this is a very personal one for me but I think again a lot of guys could relate and it's very similar to what we've just discussed and this is also one that a lot of girls hate me for and this red flag is that she has promiscuous friends. So I've spoke about this before and I've, I've received quite a lot of like hate comments saying like, oh, how can you judge her on, you know, some other people? How, how is like the people that is in her life? That's not her fault, but like it is, you know, me and you, we hold ourselves accountable and we say to each other, we are the average of the five people that we spend time with. We say that phrase to ourselves, don't we? You're the average of the people that you spend time with. And so if I can criticize you, like the young man watching this, if I can criticize you for being friends with some loser who's kind of dragging you down and you know, we should of course try to bring our friends up, but let's say this guy is like totally fine with being a Jeffrey. He's unambitious. He doesn't even care. He's like being mean to you and everything. He's like roasting you. If you keep being friends with him, the thing is like, I am somewhat allowed to like view you a bit negatively for that because I'm thinking, okay, his friends, you know, your friend is a Jeffrey, but then if you're still really good friends with him, then you're probably a bit of a Jeffrey too. You have to be right. Well, your girl can seem like a really good girl to you, but if you can see the behaviors of her friends and her friends are really slutty and they're on like Tinder and they're going out and hooking up with a bunch of guys. The thing is that your girl to be friends with that kind of person has to have some things in similarity. She has to be somewhat similar to that. And you best believe that her promiscuous friends are going to encourage her to be more promiscuous. It's just how it works. And so we are very like judged on this. And I, I really don't want to come across as some guy who like hates women or anything, but like this is something that is very like core to me because I am very like authentic with the way that I feel around women. And I used to hide that a long time ago with that same girl that I dated. Like it broke my heart and it gave me this, this gut pain, like this fucking pain, this lump in my throat when I'd heard these details about the, the first girl that I dated at age 19. But I kept it to myself because I didn't want to come across as like, you know, insecure or, you know, hurt. I wanted to like be really stoic. I was never able to express these emotions and like my friends didn't understand or anything. I've got to this level of development and like confidence and, you know, independence in myself now. Where like, if I feel a level of like repulsed to a girl because like, you know, I hear something of, of her past or I see that her friends are like quite low quality people who, you know, are taking drugs or something. Then like, I hold that true. Does that make sense? Like I, I stay authentic to this feeling. I don't push it down because some other people tell me that I'm being like sexist about it. Because if that's how I feel, then that is clearly a part of my values and we should always stick to our values. And so the sixth red flag is such a controversial one because you must know that if she has friends who sleep around or do some kind of activity that you really don't like, like it is going to be influencing your girl. Now, chances are if your girl like really falls in love with you, she will be more influenced by you than she would be by her female friends. But it's still just a massive extra risk to add to your relationship. And so the next red flag, red flag number seven is very similar to these yet again. And this red flag is that she drinks, does drugs, or that she's in a very degenerate environment. And the reason for this is twofold, right? One, this is just, you know, bad habits. It's like drinking, taking drugs, staying up late, partying and stuff. Those are like somewhat bad habits. And you know, they can be fine in moderation 
generation. But generally, we do see them as like bad instant gratification, dopamine activities. But again, it's controversial as fuck, but these things, drinking, taking drugs, partying, going to nights out and stuff, those things generally do lead to the earlier issues of promiscuity. If a woman is going on a bunch of nights out into, you know, the club, are we bad people for saying like, we'd probably trust her less? The thing is, you know, it's nice to be able to feel like you can trust your partner fine. But the thing is, I think, and this is controversial as fuck, but I think you kind of have to be a little bit of a broken man to trust a woman who is doing these things. Like, you know, she's going out partying and clubbing. I think you have to be a little bit broken as a man to trust your woman when she's going out as into these environments. Because bro, those environments, the drinking environment, the drug environment, parties, nightclubs, those environments are where people fuck. Those environments are where people cheat. To think that you're like, you know, the girl who's your everything, the girl you're in love with is getting into those environments or she wants to. She wants to go partying and enjoy herself. There's, there's reasons for that. Now, it, it can be a fun environment to go in and, you know, just let loose and just go wild and, you know, enjoy yourself and drink and stuff. But generally, that environment is quite fun because of the inclination that someone of the opposite sex is there. Does that make sense? So it's like before a party or a nightclub, both the guy and the girl spend quite a lot of time getting ready and like, and it's a very horny, primal environment. And this is where like the cheating happens. This is where like the fucking happens for a lot of people. This is where people fuck. And to think that like you'd be okay with your girl to go in this environment because you're so confident. I don't think it's confidence. I just think it's it's like stupidity or ignorance. I personally would never accept that. If a girl who I was dating wanted to go on a night out or a party or something, it's like straight away, like I wouldn't even like say that she couldn't go. If she was serious about wanting to go, it's like it would just show that we're not compatible because I don't do that stuff anymore. Now I have done. And so if she's done those things previously, it's kind of like, you know, I still don't like it, but fair enough, I, I did them previously. But if she wants to do them now, if she wants to go to some like fucking party or something, I said, bro, that's that's not me. And so clearly we're not compatible. I, I would end with a girl right there, right then. And I have done this previously, two years ago or one and a half years ago, I dated a girl who still wanted to go on to like girls nights out and go drinking with her friends. And I ended that right there and it was painful as fuck. And I was called controlling. I was t- called a groomer. I was called manipulative. I was gaslit the fuck from this girl, her family, from like people in the comments when I spoke about it on YouTube. But I look back to that moment one and a half years ago when I broke up a relationship just because she wanted to go out drinking with her friends. And I broke, I know I did the right thing. Red flag number eight, she has a bad relationship with her parents and especially her father. Now a girl can quite often fall out with her mom and you know, get like angry at each other. That sometimes does happen and it is a little bit normal. But the relationship that she has with her father is particularly interesting. And as you get a little bit older, you'll really, really value like this, this indicator of like the quality of this girl is you'll look at their relationship and particularly, which is painful to say, it's controversial again, but like you'll particularly look if the father is in, even in the home, which it's so fucking weird but like the majority of girls that you may date their parents may not be together and their father will not be in the home and this is a general statement which i'm about to say it's controversial again so it's one of those things that we're not supposed to talk about but generally how your parents interacted with you and each other when you were a child is also the kind of love that we crave when we're older so so if the girl that you like if her parents split up when she was young and she saw, for example, her mom break up with her father and kick him out of the house. And then she saw, for example, her mom start bringing in boyfriends who were railing her, like, 
if she saw that stuff, she's not bound, you know, she's not destined to live the same life, but we do generally crave the kind of familiar love that we saw in our parents. Honestly, even though it sounds fucked up, it's like once you learn this fact, maybe you're, you're thinking, wait, no, 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 that's not true or something. Once you really learn this fact and you open your brain up to just seeing this in the real world, you'll see how fucked this actually is. You will see people who will literally get into the exact same kind of relationship as their parents, even though that person hated the relationship that their parents were in. You will see a girl who was raised by a single mother end up becoming a single mother herself. You will see a boy who was raised by an abusive father become an abusive father himself. It takes a great deal of self-improvement to change this. Honestly, it takes like changing your life. You don't realize like how deep into your psyche you have to go to like stop the, the, the future trajectory of becoming more like your parents. And trust me when I say, not that I'm better than anyone else, Bo, but like I have put in a lot of effort into my self-improvement journey, a lot. And I am still not certain that I won't end up like my parents. I have the humility to admit that right now that I've like been on self-improvement full time and I still am not certain that I will not end up like my parents. So if I'm saying that, bro, if I'm saying that and I've like literally, I've been like employed, like it's my business to be on self-improvement full time. There's not many people who are improving as like as fast as I am because I don't have a job. Like this is my job. My job's just being on self-improvement, right? So there's not many people who can match my rate of like, you know, discovering yourself and everything. And chances are that when you meet your woman's family or you kind of hear about them, she will end up being very similar to her mother. And red flag number nine, this took me a while to realize, even though it's just common sense. She's a bit of a loser. Now, I don't say that to be disrespectful, but if we categorize or define what being a loser means, we'd probably say like, yeah, being a Jeffrey, being a someone who doesn't really do anything with their lives, who eats junk food, who maybe takes drugs, who just spends all day watching Netflix or scrolling on their phone. The thing is, we have almost like a, a detest, especially if we are Jeffrey, right? We, we don't want to be like Jeffrey anymore. We don't want to be losers anymore. We don't even want to be friends with losers anymore. We don't like guys who are Jeffreys or losers because we've just got not much to relate to them, right? What's interesting is that a lot of guys don't hold that same standard with the girls that they date. And I was just like this. I got onto self-improvement and started doing all of the good habits, meditating, reading, studying, working hard on a business, going to the gym, eating clean, stopping porn and video games and, and just watching random shit on Netflix or on TV. I, I did all that. And I didn't really hold the girls that I would date onto the same standard. So I remember I dated like a couple of girls who like, it kind of took me a while to realize like, oh yeah, like she's kind of like a Jeffrey. Like, and it just made me cringe when I thought, like she literally just spends her days on social media and just watching Netflix. But I never really considered that I should hold her to a higher standard just like I would myself or my male friends. Just because it seems like a lot of girls just do live like a Jeffrey, like a Jessica, don't they? They just kind of like just go on TikTok every day. And that's a red flag because if you did respect yourself, if younger me respected himself, if we were truly masculine men, like the superior kind of man, if we were like that, we would not settle for mediocrity into our lives. We could not expect anything less Less than excellence from anyone in our life. And if you respect yourself that much, you wouldn't even consider being in a relationship with the kind of girl who like you realize like she doesn't actually have that many good habits and she just like wakes up late. And this reminds me of a story. So after that, you know, the first girl that I dated when I was 19 years old, me and her eventually broke up. And around like one and a half months after, I remember I started seeing like the second girl that I'd ever slept with. And, I, and this girl, like it was so weird because I didn't realize at the time, but like I kind of rebound. I didn't know what rebound was, 
but rebounding is kind of like, you know, when you're going through heartbreak and you kind of like attach yourself to a new person. And so this random like other girl, I eventually like started dating her and sleeping with her. And I remember telling my friend like, oh bro, she's she's perfect. This girl, like this, this new girl is so perfect. Oh my gosh, she's so amazing. And my friend was just always like, he never really spoke to me about this, but I remember he'd always just give me like a weird look like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that this second girl that I ever slept with when I was like 19 years old, who I started to date, she was like a total Jeffrey. And I don't say this to insult her, but like with her, I literally got depressed because spending time with her and in like, you know, she would do no good habits. She would do nothing productive with the day. She'd literally just kind of like sit around and just watch Netflix and just eat food. I remember there were so many days that me and this girl would literally just order food at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., eat till like 3 a.m., literally just eating food, watching shit on like our phones and laptops. I remember so often that when I would sleep around her place, like her student accommodation, we'd both wake up at like 3 p.m. Bro, we'd literally wake up at 3 p.m. I'd check my phone and instantly just feel depressed of like the entire day. She's just fucking gone. I've got to go to the gym. And by the time I finished with the gym, it's going to be dark outside. I remember just feeling so fucking depressed and like, but thinking this girl was so perfect. And I wish someone just kind of sat me down, like a big brother just sat me down and said, okay, evaluate her habits. Really tell me what are her habits like? Because if I actually answered that question and I said, okay, um, she, uh, she likes to eat food. She likes to stay up late. She likes to watch stuff on Netflix. She likes to gossip and get into drama with her friends. And she likes to party and go out and take some drugs. <laughs> if I thought about this critically, I would have probably ended that sort of dating situation a lot faster. And I wish someone really told me about that red flag. I really hope this video doesn't come across as like me hating on women because I've done a lot of videos where I talk about like, you know, we should strive to be better men for the sake of attracting like good women and to being like you know, better fathers and partners for them. And I know that people can take like a message quite wrong. And so I really hope that doesn't happen because it is important to empower young men, especially, and just kind of pass down some like male wisdom to them and just tell them like, oh yeah, like, you know, just from me personally to you, like these are some of my learning lessons with women. They're probably not facts. You know, all the red flags that I've told you, probably not facts, but just this is my wisdom, my experience, passing on to you just so you can like equip yourself with some more knowledge and it might help you. You remember that rich friend that I have, Iman, who I spoke about, like he's doing this event. I really suggest you just go to that top link in the description, just go sign up. It's a free event. You can literally just go sign up with right now. And he's even doing like a $10,000 giveaway as well. He's a rich young man teaching how to make money for like young people and how to become more free and get like location independence, financial free and everything. Scroll down to the description and click on that top link and go sign up right now. Click and watch this video right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.